This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Throughout this entire five-day broadcast week, the topic for discussion on our More Than Conquerors radio program will be one that's not very popular, but one that needs to be confronted head-on by every Bible-believing Christian. Over the next five days, Pastor Ray will expose and provide practical solutions to the conquering of life's foremost common fears, the fear of God, the fear of death, the fear of man, and the fear of failure. Each, if not dealt with and overcome, has the ability to paralyze the believer and make him ineffective for God's use. Pastor Ray therefore encourages anyone who has missed any of these five life-changing broadcasts to contact More Than Conquerors through the Living Word website or by mail and request that day's lesson. Which of your fears needs to be conquered today? Now, one of the fears that I want to talk about today that we need to conquer, and this is probably a big one for a lot of people. Um, well, maybe not, maybe for some, but um, I think that this is a really, a really big fear that a lot of people do struggle with. And this is the fear of man. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in us through the laying on of my hands, or in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us, listen, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen. Now, oftentimes, you know, we say, and you can use it this way, but I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to understand this verse for what it really means. He's not talking about terror and fright of situations or things, but really this can better be translated a spirit of timidity. It means cowering, cowering in the presence of someone else. To cower because you feel like you're standing in the presence of someone greater or someone better than you or someone stronger than you, or someone more eloquent than you, or someone richer than you, or more intelligent than you, or more educated than you. God has not given us a spirit of timidity, and I want to say this right at the outside, not a single one of us in this room should ever be intimidated by another human being. I think more people walk with the fear of man, a stronger fear of man than they walk with the, uh, than, than they walk with the fear of God. And, and he says here, God has not given us a spirit of timidity, no one should intimidate you. I don't care how rich they are, how smart they are, how important they are, how big they are, what they have before their name, after their name, upside their name, whatever it is. How big a house they live in, how many fancy cars they drive. If their name is B-O-S-S, boss, you should not be intimidated by anybody. God, hallelujah. Greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. The greater one is on the inside of you, therefore you should not be intimidated by another human being. Now, we respect humans. If someone has accomplished something, if someone has, you know, uh, made some sort of accomplishments in their life, that is worthy of respect and honor. But in no way should that intimidate you and make you feel less than. 
Listen, when you understand whose you are and what has been deposited in you and the fact that you have the presence of the living God in you and there was no qualification for it other than a desiring heart for God and for the things of God, you realize that when we are in God, we are all on an equal plane. So God has not given us a spirit of timidity. We should not be afraid to stand before great people. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you something. Get ready, get ready, get ready, because some of you who think very, very low of yourselves, get ready because you are exactly the ones who God is going to bring before great people to speak for him. Look through your words, study the Bible, see how many uh, unlikelies were brought before great kings and great princes and great people to speak for God and they didn't even feel they could. Get ready. Some of you don't feel like you can. That's okay because where you can't, God can and God will through you. We shouldn't be intimidated by another human being. God never created us to feel less than anybody. Thank God for those who have gotten to places and accomplished things and achieved things. I gain strength and encouragement for that. I say, if they can, I can. If God did it for them, God will do it for me. If God helped them, God will help me. We should not be intimidated by anybody. Well, we're going to see in the word of God, there's one one verse in in Proverbs. I'll give it to you in a minute, but let me just throw it out right now. There's one verse in Proverbs. that says, the fear of man brings a snare. When you submit yourself to fearing other people, you actually bind yourself up and it cuts off the anointing on your life. And it is the anointing that you need to work in your life to bring to you the things that you need and want and desire in this life and to give you the breakthroughs you need and to give you the advancements you need. It's through and by the anointing. So even if you stand before somebody great and you're shaking in your boots, don't let them know it and don't let anybody else know it. You just sit there and shake and talk. Shake and speak. Shake and bake. Do whatever. (laughs) But don't ever let anybody think that you are intimidated by them. We can't allow people to scare us, to rule us, to direct our lives or to have any influence in our lives unless it is good godly counsel that's coming, that's, that's birthed from the word of God or is directed from the word of God. Man does not hold his destiny in your hand. No man on this earth holds your destiny in, 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 in his hand or her hand. God will use people, but if they're not usable for his purposes in your life, he will remove them and bring somebody who is usable. He will, he will jump over thousands to find somebody who he can use to bring a blessing. In the, so we should not fear anybody. You see, when you're intimidated somebody, it's almost like you're, you're worshiping them. It's like you're worshiping them. You're afraid of them. When you're afraid of somebody, it's like paying them some sort of special homage above and beyond. We shouldn't be intimidated by anybody. Refuse to be intimidated. The way you break that thing down in your life, you've you got to face those people in your life that do intimidate you. Let's not mix up intimidation with respect. But don't ever let respect bring you to the point where you're intimidated. You feel less than. Because that's what intimidation is. You feel less than. Sure, you understand, I'm the pastor. Yes, 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 yes. And I have a greater responsibility. And I look after a lot of lives and a lot of people. And, and yes, you, you, in a sense, you feel that respect. But you should never feel intimidated by any human being. That's a bad relationship. Do you realize that your relationships can't grow with other people if you feel intimidated by them? Those relationships are going nowhere 
If you feel less than them or less special than them or less important than them, then those relationships aren't going to go anywhere. And how many times we, we strive for a relationship with someone who has more or is greater or can bring us? Because I, I really believe that we need to hang out with people that have accomplished more than we have. I love being around people that have done greater things and have accomplished more and have more education than I do because I learn from them and I grow. But, but never in that should I be intimidated because I'm not at that place. That's not God. God sometimes brings people that have something greater to enhance you and to give you something to help you to go to greater places. You're never going to get to greater places if you don't hang out with great people. Does everybody understand that? You're a great people. You have something great in you. I think one of the biggest problems with most Christians is that we don't realize how great a thing is in us. We don't realize how great a treasure is in us. We don't realize the purposes that God has really created us for. We're not really in tune with what the reason why we have been put on this earth. We're not really, really in tune to the fact that God is going to use us in a great way wherever we are. And, and you see, it, we, we're, we're more bound up by this, this spirit of timidity. We're intimidated by people and by things, and it's holding us back. That's nothing but a device of the enemy to rob the plan and the future that God has for you. So we should not be afraid of people. So it says here, he has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Let's go over to another verse of scripture, and I'll just show you how, and this is very familiar, but let's go over to Numbers chapter 13. And um, this is a very familiar verse or verses of scripture, but <clears throat> let's just see. Let's start with... Um, I'm going to start with verse 1, but I'm going to jump around a little bit. Is that okay? Numbers 13, verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. What is God doing? He's giving them something. But he told them to go look at it first. Which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, every one, a leader among them. So Moses went into the wilderness, and he did this and this, and he gathered all the people, and off they went. And verse 16 said, the names of the men uh, were sent to spy out the land. And Moses called Hosea, the son of Nun, Joshua. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, go up this way into the south and go up into the mountains and see what the land is like, whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like the camps or strongholds, whether the land is rich or poor, and whether the forests there are not. Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Be of good courage. Point to yourself. Say, be of good courage. Be of good courage. All right? And bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season for, of the first ripe grapes. Now, go over to verse, uh, they went up. I'll just give you a recap. They went up. They saw it. As a matter of fact, they cut off some of the branches of the fruit. And they came. They had these grapes. They were like, they call them the grapes of Eshcol. They were huge grapes like cantaloupes. And they, 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 it was so big, the vine of grapes, that two men had to carry them, one on each shoulder. That's how big. Talk about plenty and talk about abundance and talk about prosperity, okay? So, so they went they spied out the land. And this is what, what happened, verse 27. Then they told him, they said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. And verse 28, nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. And it says, the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. 
And then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to do it. Now he sent 12 spies and 10 of them come back and are giving a bad report to the camp. And all, all they're doing is, is looking through the eyes of fear. God said, I'm giving you the land. Go check it out and go get yourself ready. Sometime God wants us to look at the greater blessing because he wants us to deal with the fear that might hold us back from possessing the greater blessing. He knows that some things that he wants to do in your life could scare you at first revelation or at first sign. Some of the things that he wants to do in your life, the places he wants to bring you, some of the strongholds that you're going to have to walk through can be frightening to you. You could be intimidated by them or by the people. And God wants you to get a hold of them so you can get a grip on your fear because fear should never stop you from possessing your rights and privileges from the word of God. Somebody give me an amen. amen. So it says here, verse 30 again, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to do it. These people were gripped by fear. And it says here in verse 31, but the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people. They are stronger than we. Who cares if somebody is stronger than us? We can take it. Somebody stronger, you've got the Holy One of Israel who's in you and behind you. You've got, you've got God himself that's going before you. All the angels of heaven are surrounding you and guarding you and cheering you on. How can you be intimidated by people? When God said to go get it and God said to take it, you can't, you can't become intimidated by people. Remember, Proverbs said that, this, that, 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 that the fear of man brings a snare. It holds you back. When you fear people, it's going to hold you back from possessing the greater things that God wants to give you and the greater things God wants to do for you in your life. Some of you are stuck in a job because you're afraid to step out of the box because you're afraid that you don't measure up to other people in your realm or in your sphere. Ooh. Dear God, you, you've got to understand again, you've got the anointing of God in you. You can stand up against anybody. You shouldn't let anybody, the fear of anybody, hold you back. Some of you sit in this room, you're afraid to go ask your boss for a raise. Now I'm really talking. You know you're worth more. You know you've put in more time than anybody. You've been a good worker. You've worked there a long time. It's been a long time since you had a raise, yet you're afraid to go in boldness to go sit before your boss and say, I deserve a raise. I need a raise. Don't be held back by the spirit of fear or timidity. Now, you're not going to walk in there arrogant and all puffed up and look your boss in the, in the face and say, either give me a raise or I'm out of here. That would be dumb. That would be stupid. That would be idiotic. That's jerky. But if you know that you, can, you, can have, you should have more and you should be doing better, then you go and you reason with that man. You pray and you seek God and you say, I refuse to be intimidated by my boss. I'm going to sit before him and I'm going to speak truth out of my heart because I know that I deserve more and should have more and I should be further along than I am and I'm going to go find out the reason why not. Fear to, to, to improve or to get a better job. Fear that you're not going to measure up to everybody else. Dear God, let me tell you what, you've got the anointing of God in you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I said you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're going to be afraid of people and call, have people hold you back from possessing the promises that God so freely gives you. I said it before, some of you are more afraid of people than you are God, and that's your problem. You better get afraid of God. You better start fearing the Holy One of Israel and put people where they belong. There ain't no human on this earth that's got anything over you or me. 
are all the same in God's eyes. Talk about a man, a, a man named David who, who faced off a giant called Goliath. And, and, and this, this big monster of a, of a, of a, of a giant is, is just screaming all these things and the army of Israel, the camp of Israel is just shaking in their boots because this, this giant is just speaking these things. I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do the other thing. You know what I found out about giants? When you stand up taller than them, even if you're not, but on the inside, when you get your act together and you stand up taller than them, they go down like, like, a, like, a ton, like a ton of bricks. They just go down like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. Am I preaching right here this morning? And David walked in there with, you know, here, here, the, here the giant's got a javelin and a, spe- you know, a spear and the, he's all decked out with all this armor and he stands way up there, big guy, big giant of a man. Here comes little David. I would imagine that maybe David and I were about the same size. I'd like to think that. <laughs> and here comes little David. And, you know, and all, the, all the, the camp of Israel is saying, get on, no, who are you? What are you going to do? You, you can't. Anybody ever tell you that? You can't. People told me that. So you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't be intimidated by people. No matter what they look like, no matter what they sound like, no matter who they are, you're never, you respect, you honor, because respect is a godly principle. And honor is a godly principle. But you should be able to look eyeball to eyeball with any man and talk man to man or woman to woman or man to woman or woman to man without the fear of that person. What are we afraid of? So David goes and faces off that big giant. What does he do? He speaks to that giant. And he says, who are you? (laughs) Who are you to defy the armies of the living God? You come at me with spear and javelin. I come against you with the name of the living God. But you are destined for greatness. You are destined for greatness. You are destined for bigger and better and more awesome. Do not let people intimidate you or hold you back from being everything that God called you to be. People can't stop you. They want to sometimes make you think that they can stop you. You remember, you remember Saul? God gave him specific instructions. Go kill Agag, kill this one, kill that one. Don't touch anything. Get rid of all the stuff. Kill, annihilate the camp. And Samuel the prophet comes back after this whole thing is supposed to happen. And he says to Saul, he says, is, uh, so is everything done? Saul says, everything's done. Exactly right. And all of a sudden, bah, bah, in the background. And Samuel says, wait a minute, what is the bleeding of the sheep that I hear? What sheep? That bleeding of the sheep. And he said, did you do, Samuel says, did you do everything the way that I told you to do it, that God told you to do it? And, and Saul swears up and down, I did exactly what God told me to do. Except we spared Agag. He was the troublemaker. He was the one that should have went first. We spared Agag. And we kept some of the devoted things. We took the best of this and the best of that. And Samuel just looked at him and said, this day the kingdom is taken from you. Why did you do this? He said, well, I feared the people. I feared the people. They thought it was a good idea. And I was afraid to say no because it, was, it, it came from the people. Its origin was the people and it wasn't God. And the leader was not strong enough to stand up and say, we don't do that. We're not doing that. 
We're not doing that. When you fear people, it brings a snare in your life. It'll bring a snare in your ministry. It'll bring a snare to your home. Uh, it, it will bring a snare to everything. You're, it'll just cut off the anointing because God is not happy when we fear people and we cower before people. That's right. Thank you. I won't do it. Sometimes it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Sometimes it's very difficult to stand up to somebody, especially if you respect somebody, you like them, and, but you just know that they're way off. And you've got to just stand up and say, no, we don't do that. We don't, we don't do that here. Can't do that. I run the risk of losing, but you know what? I'd rather lose people than compromise my position, compromise my convictions. Let me put it that way, my convictions. And what I know, it is that God has called me to do, I may not call everybody or every church, but me. Is, is everybody with me? Yes, sir. You can't fear people. Now, there's some people that want to make you afraid. And they're going to try everything in their power to make you cower. It's the way you deal with that spirit of intimidation. You refuse. That's what David did. He stood before that Goliath and he said, you come at me, I'm coming at you with the name of the Lord. Took his little stone. Well, whoosh, 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 and the giant even laughed at him. Said, you think you... <laughs> Flip that thing. Whack. Boom. Down he went. And it was over. Never be intimidated. God has not given us the spirit of timidity, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Don't ever let any human stand in your way, and don't you be afraid to talk to those that hold the, the things that you need in your life to get you that breakthrough, to get you that next place. You go face them off. Now remember, don't you go to your boss tomorrow and say, I'm getting a raise or I'm out of here. And come back and tell me how you got fired because you obeyed me. I'm going to call. You're a liar. You pray and you seek wisdom and you ask God to help you to go and speak to the authorities, to the powers that be. And you go and speak your case and you do it with humility and you do it with love and you do it with gentleness. But you do it with forcefulness and you do it as bold as a lion because the Bible says that the righteous are as bold as a lion. Come on. We need some boldness back in the body of Christ. Just because I'm a Christian don't mean I'm a doormat. Doormat ain't written across my forehead. Just because I'm a Christian stupid ain't written across my forehead. Idiot ain't written across here. Wimp ain't written across. Just because I'm a Christian don't take me for granted. Because the men of God that I see did things like call down fire, curse, you know, curse darkness and curse people and do things to, to get them out of the way. You know, drive out demons, speak it, speak into, come out of him in the name of Jesus. You better watch out, man. You mess with me, I'll just rebuke that demon. Come on. You see, you got to have that attitude. I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about you. We need to face off and not be intimidated by anybody. Because nobody is better than you. Did you hear what I said? Nobody is better than you. You are who you are. You are who God made you. You are great. You are good. You are worth something. God didn't make any junk. When God made you, he made something very unique and very special. And you ought to start appreciating yourself. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.